Hey, when you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about those out-of-pocket costs. Now, that could be a lot of money, but are your medical bills accurate? Now, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills actually contain errors. Now, HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, or fraud. Now, you can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Now, to date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Check them out online, healthlock.com. Go there today. Now, nowadays, 20 bucks barely gets you a burger and fries or maybe a quarter of a tank of gas if you're lucky. You know what it will get you, though? For just $20 a month, you can get unlimited talk and text and plenty of 5G data from my cell phone company, Pure Talk. Make the switch today, and if you do it today, you save an additional 50% off your first month. They use the same 5G network, same cell towers as the big carriers, and most families saving close to $1,000 a month. Just go to puretalk.com slash Sean, that's Sean, S-E-A-N. Make the switch today so you can actually afford that burger and fries. Hey, warmer days remind us of fond summer memories. Now you can make those moments year-round with a Michael Phelps swim spa by our friends at Master Spas, and that combines the leisure of a hot tub with the exercise benefits of a pool. Now Master Spas technology is incredible with LED lighting, beautiful waterfalls, and those super powerful water jets installed in just one day. You're going to love it. Proudly made in America. Use the promo code Hannity in the upper right-hand corner. That's masterspas.com for up to $1,000 off. You can exercise, relax, recover with the only hot tub and swim spa brand I trust, masterspas.com. And if you want a little bang in your yin-yang, come along. If the technical definition is two quarters of contraction, you're saying that's not a recession? That's not the tech. No? That's not the technical definition. In terms of the technical definition, it's not a recession. The technical definition considers a much broader spectrum uh, of data points. What is exactly the White House's definition of a recession? Again, we don't, we don't, def- I'm not going to define it from here. But I don't think we're going to, uh, God willing, I don't think we're going to see a recession. Freedom is back in style. Welcome to the revolution. Yeah, we're coming to your city. Gonna play our guitars and sing you a country song. Sean Hannity. The new Sean Hannity Show. More behind-the-scenes information on breaking news. And more bold, inspired solutions for America. This is a special edition of the Sean Hannity Show. America trapped behind enemy lines. Day number 348. Coming up next, our final news roundup and information overload hour. All right, news roundup, information overload hour, 800-941-SEAN, if you want to be a part of the program. Uh, We've talked a lot about what's going on in the country in terms of crime and murder and and mayhem and i know the democrats think there was only one riot in the country and you know between the summer of 2020 and january 6th uh no there were 574 riots in the summer of 2020 we had dozens of americans die they're dead killed just like you know horace uh, lorenzo anderson jr remember that remember i had his father on a tv show crying his eyes out he lost his son his namesake and and so many others. That was in the Chop Chaz Summer of Love Autonomous Zone, Spaghetti Potluck Dinner Zone, as they called it. And it's so sad. We had police precincts burned to the ground. 
And then we have a, a now vice president, then candidate for vice president, Kamala Harris. They're not going to stop. They shouldn't stop. Take note. Beware. They're not going to stop. We're not going to stop. It's going to continue even after the election. And then tweeting out a bail fund so the rioters get out. Billions in property damage. Ricks, ro- bricks, rocks, bottles, Molotov cocktails. And uh, over 2,000 injured police officers. No investigation. Now we have this more recent phenomenon. We had the assassination plot, uh, as you know, of Supreme Court Justice Kavanaugh. Now, we got more details on this. Now, it's interesting. Democrats, you know, in another power grab have introduced a bill to enact term limits for Supreme Court justices. Anyway, the search warrant application shows a very chilling online postings of this Kavanaugh assassination suspect. And apparently he meticulously planned and alleged the plot even reached out for advice from an Internet forum. And the FBI search uh, warrant obtained by Fox News Digital showed that various search uh, terms were related to the attack, including how to be stealthy, assassin skills, most effective place to stab someone in the weeks leading up to the planned attack. I'm going to stop Roe v. Wade from being overturned, he said. You know, after the Roe decision, we had over 59 specific instances where pregnancy centers, some that are pro-life, what, you're not allowed to advocate a position that you believe that abortion's wrong? What you follow your conscience, follow your religious beliefs? Apparently not. We've had instance after instance of these crisis pregnancy centers that were hit, churches that were, you know, Molotov cocktails thrown into places. On June 7th, the Buffalo Medical Office of the Pro Life Pregnancy Center Compass Care was firebombed. The radical abortion terrorist group Jane's Revenge took responsibility. No arrests were made. You know, 52 days later, the facility is now finally reopening to patients and they're holding a grand reopening conference uh, on August the 1st. Anyway, uh, joining us now is Compass Care CEO Reverend Jim Harden is with us. Uh, First, I'm very, very sorry what happened uh, to your facility. Um, were, Were people hurt? Well, thank you, Sean. I really appreciate that. It's an honor to be with you. Thankfully, no one was hurt. It happened in the dead of night. These people are cowards, um, and they're bullies. And this is what they do. They, they gave us 30 days to shut down Jane's Revenge. And, of course, we didn't. And uh, they took responsibility two days after the firebombing. Catastrophic damage. Their signature graffiti scrawl was on the side of our building. It said, Jane was here. And then two days later, they said, yeah, that's, that, that was us. We did that. And furthermore, if you don't shut down, uh, uh, the next time it's not going to be so easily cleaned up as fire and graffiti. It's an open season, they said, on pregnancy centers. We're peaceful pro-life pregnancy centers. What, what, we can't believe the way we want to believe and behave the way that, that's consistent with our beliefs. We believe everyone is equally valuable and deserving of blessing and protection because we're made in the image of God, both mother and child. And so we, we, we provide ethical medical care and comprehensive community support for her um, for free. And yet somehow that's a threat. Uh, to the abortion industry. Well, let me let me go through the services that you offer. You have a deeply held religious belief. Your conscience guides you. You are pro-life. You believe that life begins at conception. Is that a fair characterization? Very fair. Okay. So you set up a crisis pregnancy center to help young women that come to your center that are in a situation where they had an unplanned pregnancy, correct? Correct. 
Okay. And I'm sure these girls are stressed out. They're distraught oftentimes. Oh, yeah. They're worried. They're concerned. Maybe they're very young. I'm, I'm sure you have kids very young going in there occasionally, oh, maybe regularly. Yeah, regularly. When a woman faces an on pregnancy, she says, I'm stuck. I'm trapped. I've got no other choice. I need to have an abortion. It doesn't sound like choice to me. It doesn't sound like empowerment to me. So walk me through what your group does. What do you do? Yeah. Somebody comes in and says they're in that situation and they sit down with you, sit down with other counselors. What do you tell them? What do you talk about? Well, first of all, we give her a health assessment, baseline OB care, okay? And we determine if she's actually got a viable pregnancy. It's possible to, to not have a viable pregnancy and yet have a positive home pregnancy test. So that's you know good news for a lot of women who think they might be pregnant and don't want to be. Um, the second, so we do ultrasound scan to determine if she's got a viable pregnancy. Then we determine exactly how far along she, are, she, she is with that ultrasound scan, um, and uh, that that helps her understand what type of abortion procedures the abortionist would give her, and that that helps us educate her about the the risks and side effects as well as the cost associated with all those those abortion uh, you know options that that she's going to be given. And then third. We give her information about STD testing and treatment, and we actually give her STD testing and treatment uh, because she values her reproductive health. She wants to be pregnant, but just not now or not in this way or whatever. And so we, 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 we help her with that. And then we, we go through options consultation with her. We give her, uh, we give her personalized uh, you know, support for, throughout the community. Anything that's driving her to get the abortion, anything that's a concern of hers, we can address those concerns either in-house with mother care teams or by connecting her with resources outside in the community to give her a vision of her future after having had a child. You know, and you're doing all of this now. Where do you get the money to support such a, an extensive program such as this? Well, unsurprisingly, we don't get any money from the state or federal government, and we never have. We get all of the money. To- you mean you don't get money like Planned Parenthood founded by Margaret Sanger? Um, uh, a person that was uh, deeply rooted in eugenics and, and other controversial views? Uh, no, not a, not a dime. That, that's interesting that the government would support such a thing. But uh, we, we get all the money for providing for these women for, uh, you know, for private donations and churches. And it's, you know, it's, it's significant. It's a major investment. This is a commitment of the people of God uh, at work. And, uh, and they, they would not have us homeless in, in Buffalo when we were firebombed. We've got offices in Buffalo, Rochester, and, and Albany. We've also served, helped 650 other pregnancy centers all across the country improve their services. They're using our strategies and our materials. And we're going to give them the 21st century tools. We're giving them the 21st century tools to reach and serve these women before they travel because the abortion industry changed overnight on June 24th. It's an amazing time. So you do these wonderful things and people have an opportunity. Nobody has to go into your center, but people come to your center and you offer them help. You offer them medical care. You offer them, you know, I'm I'm sure you, you probably have gone way above and beyond in cases where a girl might be. I don't know, abandoned and on her own, and she doesn't know what to do, doesn't have a place to stay, a place to go. I'm, I'm assuming you probably have stepped up in situations like that and, and found a solution for girls. Is that true? We do that every day. There isn't a day that goes by that we don't do that, Sean. In fact, there are stories, and patients love us. They, 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 they love us so much that they want, they, they were happy to have us take their pictures and do interviews with them and put it, put it on videos and put it, put, put it out publicly. They are so mm-hmm. grateful. Almost everybody that I know that says that they're pro-choice, they're in the category of abortion. Yeah, they believe it should be legal, but very rare and also very early. 
You don't wait until you have a fully formed child. Now, I know you disagree with that. I'm just giving you their point of view. But there, yeah, I, but there are others that, you know, this idiot Northam, the former what, governor of, of the Commonwealth of Virginia. Well, first, the baby's going to be born then we'll make the baby comfortable. And then the, the mother will have a conversation with the doctor about whether the baby lives. I mean, uh, or having an abortion, you know, eight and a half months into pregnancy when that child is completely viable outside of a mother's womb. I cannot understand that evil. I, I can understand the nuance. Like, you might disagree with me. I make exceptions for rape, incest of the mother's life. I don't know if you disagree with me. I, be, I, I would assume you do. Uh, yeah, sure, I do, but that's okay. So here's the thing. I, I would this – is, this is a tragedy, and the reason why it's a tragedy is because of what the Supreme Court said, and they clarified it for us. In, in 1973, the Supreme Court asked, an, asked a, uh, an eerie question, and that was, does the word person apply to the unborn? And their answer in 1973 was the word person does not apply to the unborn. So when Dobbs came out and reversed the Roe decision, they said that the Roe decision was egregiously wrong, specifically on that point of personhood. Because as soon as we start parsing out who qualifies as a person under the law and who does not, who qualifies as three-fifths of a man and who qualifies as a whole man, who qualifies... Listen, listen I will concede that my exceptions are intellectually inconsistent your 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 opinion is more pure the only reason i allow for the exception is whether it's rape incest or the mother's life well in the mother's life that's a different case but rape or incest there was no choice at all and and this was a violent act perpetrated on an innocent person yeah and and so and I put that in a very different category of somebody that decides that they're going to engage in adult behavior and don't make adult decisions to prevent it from happening because we know how to prevent pregnancy, Reverend. I don't know if you talk about it much, but you know what? We, uh, yeah. It's just a reality. Yeah, I, I, it, is, it is obvious uh, to know how to prevent, prevent pregnancy. And I, I would say that the important, for, important, important thing for us to know right now is – what do we what do we do with those children that are alive? What do we do with the children that are conceived? I believe, along with a cadre of other people, of, of other people, thousands, tens of thousands, millions of people, that God is the author of life. He's the one that intervened and started that life. And it's our job not to determine who lives and who dies, but how to protect those lives. And that's the the, the government's primary job. Again, if if the government misses this point, they they miss the point of government. It's their job to protect all people equally without qualification. Otherwise. Uh, we, we, our justice system is, is just a morass. It's a sham. Uh, it's a, you know, a, 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 something to control the population with, uh, by, by a handful of people. No, and I think, I, listen, what you're doing is honorable. What you're doing is obviously you're calling in life and, and I admire you for it. I admire all the people that donate to you. Um, I think helping these young girls out is no greater, greater work that you can be involved in. I'm grateful for the work that you do. And I'm saddened that you and your group had to go through this. And sadly, too, you're facing even more threats. And, I, and I'm just speaking from my own experience. Um, you cannot have enough security. You just okay. can't. And um, I hope you're you're as part of your rebuilding. You've taken all the measures necessary that they can't pull this again. We have taken. Well, there's so many security things I didn't even know about. Uh, and they're, they're definitely, Oh, I know uh, about them all. Cause I have them all at my place. Trust me. <laughs> I got yeah, probably have, I, I could probably give you a tutorial on everything you got. 
Oh, maybe maybe I should take that tutorial because it is absolutely astounding what, what kind of security we need in, in addition to armed guards and perimeter, et cetera. But I'm it's, sorry it's, about that. It shouldn't yeah. be in America today, though, no, should it? No, but these, these, these politicians, these pro-abortion politicians in charge of the Democratic Party, they're emboldening the violent. And, it, and they're the ones that need to come out and, 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 and criminalize it and stop it and basically arrest people. Uh, we're, we're, we are literally at war. They've, they've, they've essentially said... We're going to attack you just like James. You know, the motto of James Revenge, the pro-abortion terrorist group that attacked us. Yeah. If abortion isn't safe, then neither are you. And it seems yep. like what these pro-abortion politicians are telling us, too. If abortion isn't safe, pregnancy center, then neither are you. So we're getting attacked by, by New York State Governor Hochul. She's, she signed a bill to, to investigate us instead of the arsonists. But we're getting attacked by New York State Attorney General Letitia James, demanding that Google wipe us off the map so women can't find us. We're getting attacked by Joe Biden, demanding that uh, Attorney General Merrick Garland investigate the quote-unquote fraudulent practices of pregnancy centers. I mean, who's who's committing the fraud here? The abortionists are are, are giving away these chemical, or they're selling chemical abortions, which are. 400% more dangerous than surgical abortions, and they're saying that they're I, safer I, than Tylenol. I, whatever happened to freedom of speech, freedom of religion, freedom of conscience? I thought liberals believed in all that. Clearly they don't. We're going to continue to follow. If you run into any problems, please always feel free. These uh, these microphones are open to you anytime. God bless you and what you're doing. Um, our hearts go out to these young girls there. I'm, I'm sure that's a very difficult, hard time in their lives, and people that lift them up like you are, are truly angels and uh, god bless your work and i appreciate people uh, people in this world like you for doing what you're doing and we don't agree okay. completely no, no. Okay. you're no yeah, you're yeah. more intellectually honest i will acknowledge if i believe life begins at conception and i make those exceptions it, it's it's less intellectually consistent in your position i'm acknowledging that but anyway, Sean, I appreciate you. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm grateful that you're willing to talk about it. It, it, it. It's what needs to happen. Appreciate you being with us, sir. God bless you. If you're ready to get out of the media spin room, you've come to the right place. This is the Sean Hannity Show. You know, our friends at Henry Repeating Arms, they are a gun manufacturer, and they're the best at what they do. Family-owned business, now celebrating 25 years, their anniversary this year. And in honor of their anniversary, they're giving away a million bucks through their Guns for Great Causes charitable arm. Now, recipients include the Tunnel to Towers Foundation, Building Homes for Heroes, Children's Hospitals, various organizations that support sick kids, vets, law enforcement, first responders, you name it, they support it. And you're never going to get better service from anybody. Even the owner, Anthony, gives his personal guarantee, 100% satisfaction guarantee, the best customer service department in the business. Every Henry I have comes accurate right out of the box. And they've got a broad range of firearms, rim fire, center fire calibers, over 200 models to choose from, incredible finishes, configurations. Whether you're a hunter, a collector like I am, an outdoorsman, a farmer, Home defense, everybody's got to think, you know, in this day and age, you got to protect yourself and your family. Every Henry is made in America or not made at all. I mean, it's the best firearm manufacturer I've ever run into and the best customer service anywhere. Now, if you go to HenryUSA.com, you'll get a free catalog, free decals, and a list of dealers where you live. 
HenryUSA.com. That's HenryUSA, one word, dot com. Free catalog, decals, and a list of dealers. And you will love this company the way I do. When fake news gives you lies, Hannity supplies the truth. Sean Hannity is on right now. All right, 25 to the top of the hour. Officially, yes, we are in a recession. And officially, your president, Joe Biden, got owned, sadly, pathetically, by the China, uh, by the Chinese president, President Xi. It's so disgusting. It really is. And you know what? I just keep going back to what is what does China have on Hunter and the Biden family syndicate? What does Russia have on Biden and the and the Biden family syndicate? What do they have on Hunter? You know, apparently President Xi using his leverage to embarrass, humiliate Biden during this two hour phone call, repeatedly threatening the U.S. And in the face of of President Xi's firm words on Taiwan, Biden affirmed the U.S. does not back Taiwan independence. Not only did she again laid down China's red lines as it relates to Taiwan, but the Chinese leader then stressed Beijing vehemently opposes the intervention of other powers, according to the quotes of China's state media. And from Beijing's point of view, well, Xi was putting Biden on notice over all these recent U.S. maneuvers, saying, in essence, uh, I'm in charge now, not you. Now, I had a lot of sources when Donald Trump was president, a lot more than I have now. And I could tell you, with a hundred percent certainty that that was not the way Donald Trump dealt with President Xi. And it was not the way he dealt with the Taliban. And it was not the way he dealt with Putin at all. 800. Oh, one other thing. Now, I forgot the other big story of the day is, yeah, we're in the middle of a recession. You know, this, you know, Peter Ducey just owned the White House press secretary, um, Karine Jean Pierre yesterday in this exchange about changing the definition of a recession because now we got the news today it's official we're in a recession and why is it the white house officials are trying to redefine recession no we're not redefining recession if we all understand a recession to be two consecutive quarters of negative gdp growth in a row and then you have white house officials come up here to say nothing else that's not what a recession is it's something else how is that not redefining recession because that's not the definition that is not the definition. Brian Pete said in 2008, of course, economists have a technical definition, which is of a recession, which is two consecutive quarters of negative growth. I can tell and you this. He said two, consec- two negative quarters of GDP growth is not the technical definition of a recession. It is what not. Changed? It is not. Why did he say that? It was? is not. Yes, it is. Checkmate Ducey. Ducey was right. Anyway, 800-941-SEAN if you want to be a part of the program. Annette, North Carolina, how are you? Glad you called. Hey, Sean, thank you for taking my call. Listen, I was going to ask you about Garland indicting Trump. I was going to ask you about a climate emergency that Biden might declare, but you put Tim Harden on and it broke my heart. I have an abortion at the age of 14 years old, and I'm 60 years old, and I will never, ever, ever be the same until the day I die. I can ask for forgiveness, but the guilt will never go away. Never. Let me, let me talk to you about this, Annette. 
And I know this is a very personal conversation, and obviously this... No, it's it's not personal anymore. This is out there for every woman and every girl to know. It's a confession that I have never declared, and I want to do this today on the radio because there is nothing more important than your soul and your spirit and your hope and your salvation with God. And if you have all of those things and you still do an abortion, you will lose all of those things. You may gain forgiveness, but you will not have the hope. You will not have the joy. Your life and your being will be like a big bag of sand. You will never succeed. You will never get past it. That's the reality of having an abortion. Let me let me let me ask you a couple of questions here, um, because there's not a single person listening to this program if they're honest, and, and I'll start with myself, that in the yeah. course of their lives has not done things that they regret and regret deeply and regret profoundly. Um, uh, I, I am I, I'm a Christian. I was raised Catholic. I went to Catholic schools twelve years. I believe I love the mass. I think the mass is beautiful. Um, I'm, I, I left the Catholic Church because of their institutional corruption, and I'm not against people that are Catholic. I made my own personal decision, but I, I'm kind of sort of like a, I would say, non-denominational Christian. I like Christian contemporary music. I love the service. I love the Mass. I, I go to different churches, and I learn in each church I go to. Let me ask you this question. Are, are you a Christian? Do you have a, a faith? What is your religious faith, if any? I'm, I'm very glad you asked that question. I was born and raised with a mother praying for my soul before I ever entered into school. I went through the school program as a child, knowing about socialism and knowing that God was protecting my soul. But the very day that I found out that I was pregnant, I did not think about God. I did not think about my soul. I did not think about anything but aborting that baby. And then after it was said and done, do you think I asked the Lord for forgiveness then? No, I had to wait until it weighed on me so badly all of these years before I even went back to God. It was 35 years before I went back to God. 35 years that I never became successful. I never gained a husband, and I never gained any children. And I would have been a good mother. I would have been a good wife. I would have been good at something. But I did not get to find that out because of the guilt and the torment Satan took me through even after all of that. And God knows that I am for, I am forgiven, and everyone that hears this knows that God will forgive me. But the person that can't forgive me is me. And for the girls out there and for the mothers out there, it does not matter whether you're 14 or whether you're 27 or whether you're 35. It's the same. You are killing a life, and I killed a life. How am I supposed to atone to God for those kinds of sins? You can't. All right, Annette, let me let me jump in a little bit, and I'm hearing you very loud and clear. I'm listening very closely to everything that you're saying. Um, 
Now that you've been a Christian, I guess 10 years, I'm doing the math in my head. You were 14 years old when this happened. You were, you were a kid. And I'm, I'm not making excuses. I'm saying you were a kid. And you made a decision and your conscience has convicted you. And it's very, very clear. You regret it deeply. You know, the word repentance comes from the Latin. I learned this in Catholic school when I went to a seminary in, in high school. It means to change one's heart. Your heart's been changed on this issue. If you read the Bible, I don't want to get too religious here, but it, this is the moment where my I, I've got to talk about my faith a little bit. And the story of, remember, the woman that was about to be stoned to death for adultery. And then Jesus comes on the scene and says, ye who were without sin, you cast the first stone. And then he started writing in the sand the sins of the people that were holding the rocks because he knew everything. He was the son of God. You know, Jesus on the cross, what did he say? This day you will be with me in paradise to the guy that said, I deserve to be here. You don't deserve this. I do. What did he say, you know, uh, to all of us, you know, uh, you know, forgive them, Father, and we're all responsible for putting him on that cross. You watch the Passion of the Christ, I, I look at it and I'm like, that's uh, he's there because of me, because of my it's failings not, in life. It's not about we know we got forgiven. But but here's we what I, here's the message that I want to give to you. If you believe that Jesus forgave that woman and came to forgive all of our sins, then why? If he has offered that to you and you believe that, why don't you take the gift that none of us deserve and embrace it and appreciate the gift? And the last thing I would say is, you know, the Lord's Prayer says, forgive us as we forgive others. And maybe it's time for you to forgive yourself as part of others for your own forgiveness. Because there's a magic, you know. The other girls out there, Sean, they need to know that forgiveness is available. But they don't need to go into abortion knowing that forgiveness is available. They I've interviewed many women that, that have been through what you've been through and feel exactly like you do. This is an undiscussed topic. But I'm just saying, for your personal peace of mind, and I know your conscience has convicted you, but there comes a point where you have to accept God's grace. You know, everyone, I think there's this misperception about what it is to be a Christian. And all oh, these these sanctimonious Christians want to tell us how to live our lives. Actually, it's just the opposite. Christians, you know, I'm, I'm the sinner Christian guy. I'm the one that did all this bad stuff when I was young, and I regret a lot of it. And, you know, the whole point is that we want to be better people, and we're asking God to change our heart and to help us become disciples of Christ, if you will, and live that life. I, look, I'm so far away from that that I can't. I, I really am not even equipped to 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 say all these things to you. But I. Foundation, they have their Do Good Village. This is awesome what they're doing. It's in Lando Lakes, Florida. First of its kind, over 100 homes for program recipients. Now, this is a place where Gold Star families and families of fallen first responders and catastrophically injured heroes, they all live together. All their neighbors have been through something similar. They all understand. And it's a place where the children of these families grow up together and heal together. 
and the foundation's on a mission to do more of these families and more of these do-good villages all around the country. And it's all thanks to an extraordinary donation, many, many acres of land, your generosity to help build the homes. And you can help America's greatest heroes and their families to heal together and make the do-good village the first of so many communities like it across the country. And with every mortgage-free home, the foundation makes good on their promise to do good. Never forget the sacrifices our heroes have made for our country and our communities. Just donate 11 bucks a month. Go to the Tunnel to Towers Foundation website. It's the letter T, the number two, the letter T.org. The letter T, the number two, the letter T.org for the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. All right, that's going to wrap things up for today. Yes, we are in a full-blown recession. Uh, we'll have complete analysis, every angle imaginable. Uh, also, China's threat to Joe Biden from earlier today. We'll get into that. Larry Kudlow, Geraldo, Kellyanne Conway, Matt Gates, uh, Charlie Hurt, Leo 2.0, Terrell, Greg Jarrett, and much more. 9 Eastern, Hannity, Fox News. See you tonight. Back here tomorrow. Thank you for making this show possible. Hollywood is under siege from an external force. Now, the same Hollywood that sold the American dream. They are now making nightmares a reality. Many major films make choices to appease the Chinese Communist Party to be distributed in China. Now, you can join Tiffany Meyer, an investigative reporter in the Hollywood Takeover, brought to you by the Epic Times, where she reveals how the CCP exerts control over some of the major studios. Now, don't miss the most important documentary about Hollywood yet. And for a limited time, you can watch the first 10 minutes for free at HollywoodTakeover.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.